Today on the Run with Horses Daily, I'm looking at 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. And this is where Paul says he sent Timothy to Thessalonica, and starting verse 2, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith, that no man should be moved by these afflictions. For yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto. You know, the idea is that trials and afflictions are part of the Christian life, so we shouldn't be surprised by them. We shouldn't be shaken by them. We need to understand that God both uses them and uses us in them. I like to read through different translations at times, so in a different translation, chapter 3, verse 2, it says, We sent our brother Timothy to you, and it says, his mission was to strengthen and encourage you in your faith so that these troubles don't disturb any of you. You know that we're destined to suffer persecution. This is a big part of the Christian life. You know, if you really understand who Jesus is and what he has called us to, and you're really engaged in his mission to the world, then it will be difficult. For many reasons. There are many different kinds of trials and persecutions, afflictions, struggles that we face. Some of them because we live in a world that is um, really controlled by a, a very real enemy. Satan is real. The, the forces of the world really are designed and organized to keep the message of Christ out. That's the only way you can look at, at history and see how much persecution has been um, placed on the, the nation of Israel throughout the history, how the church is continually uh, put down and fought against from every side. So we, we face a very real enemy in the spiritual realm. So there definitely are spiritual trials and persecutions and afflictions, but also there are enemies in in the church and out of the church, people who, um, who really have denied God themselves and are fighting against everything that God is doing. It, there's a very real um, battle going on, even among people. And it's not necessarily always with weapons and with physical wounds, although if you, if you look at many parts of the world, uh, people are dying every day because they are Christians, because they have claimed the name of Christ, and for no other reason, uh, they are killed. So th there's a very real battle. You, know, you may not face that where you are. If you're uh, living in America or living in um, Australia or certain countries around the world, you're, you're probably not going to face uh, a real likelihood of, of death or physical violence because of your faith. Although you could, and as times change, you're more likely to. But you are going to face opposition. Uh, you will face people who will definitely say lots of things about you and try to ruin you. That's both in your reputation, in your, uh, in your job, in your community. There's a very real enemy. So we acknowledge that. I, what Paul is telling, telling us here is that that's... That's no surprise. If you 
understand uh, who Jesus is and what he came to do, you understand this is expected. When Jesus said to take up your cross and follow me, um, he meant down a very hard road where troubles, trials, persecutions, afflictions, they're part of this road. It should not be a shock to us. Um, what's kind of, I, I think, really cool when you think about it is that God uses all those things. And we could, uh, you could look at the trials and persecutions that Christians face, face, that the church faces, and say, you know, this is just, it's all, um, it's, it's just a shame that we have enemies, that we have such a battle and all those things. It's such a wasted effort often when we're just trying to fight what seems like useless battles. But the cool thing is God takes those battles, those trials, those persecutions, and he uses them ultimately for good. So although the enemy's intent is to hinder the message and destroy you, God takes those very same trials and uses them to make you stronger, to grow your faith, to give us opportunities to encourage each other, to help each other, to build our, our network and our community uh, of the church. So God is able to take all those things that the enemy tries to use against us and use them for his glory and to build us up. So when you face trials, yes, the enemy <laughs> intends for you to be weakened by them. But the, uh, the thing that is so amazing about God is that he takes those very same trials and makes you stronger because of them. Because in the midst of that trial, you recognize, man, I need God. <laughs> I can't go through this on my own. And he says, that's absolutely right. And I am with you in the middle of this trial. Whatever you face, however difficult it is, he promises not to leave us. He promises to go through that trial with us. Well, that that is awesome. That's amazing if you think about it, that, that God uh, intends to grow us. And no matter how much we face, no matter how many trials we face, and we feel like uh, the struggle is never-ending, God takes those very same trials and uses them to complete his work in us. Now, that is amazing. That is incredible. That is God. That's who he is. That's what he does. So when we look at each other, we should be able to do what Paul does here, where he's sending Timothy with this mission to strengthen and encourage. He wants every one of us to be firmly established in our faith and to be comforted and understand God's got this. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be afraid. You can make real steps forward knowing that God is with you, that this is part of God's work. And you know, Paul told, uh, goes in verse 4, not really part of the passage for today, but he said that, you know, when I was with you, you know, I told you that we we're going to suffer. This wasn't a surprise. We told you. And as you know, that's, that's what happened. It's not a surprise. As a Christ follower today, if you're reading your Bible, if you're following Jesus, understand that you will face difficult times. Don't let that surprise you. 
you will face very real opposition, both spiritually and in the, the real world, as you have people who will stand in front of you and oppose anything that you do that is intended to honor Christ. That's the reality of the world that we live in. But that shouldn't shake your faith. You should expect that and prepare for that. And I think that's part of this underlying message that we know this is coming. We know it's part of the life. So what do we do to strengthen our faith now? When you have times when you're not facing a lot of persecution, when you're not in the middle of a big trial, what can you do in that time to prepare for the trial that will come? Because it will. Hence, we go back to the foundations of our faith, to spend that time really getting to know God uh, as we read his word, really looking to know him, to understand him, to know his promises, and to really live them out in our life, to spend that time in prayer and develop a deep and personal relationship with God, to really spend time in our spiritual community, in our church family, developing that network and those relationships so that when we're in the middle of the trial, we absolutely know who God is, what he's doing, that he's with us, and that his family uh, is strong and will not be defeated. So all that's part of preparing for this trial that we have. I don't know about you, but I'm encouraged to keep learning, keep growing, and I trust that you will have an awesome day pursuing Jesus yourself. Have a good one.